I read a Newsweek story this morning that did not mention the anal bees accusation. This place shall become your grave! Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. There is a creature alive today. Welcome, listeners, to another. Please don't listen to this. Your soul depends on it. Hello, scream monster, terror, sown of fright. No survivors. <laughs> A much workshopped name. We finally nailed it on the best one. On the first pitch. No need to investigate further. It is our uh, fifth year doing this. So, what was no last survivors. year? No. Yeah. What was last year? What was four? Last year was Gorsum. 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 Before that, Terrorsome Threesome, of course. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Deadly <laughs> Duet. Yeah. Uh, it was Killogy the year Killogy. before that. And then it was Shriekwool the year before that. <laughs> so we've been keeping this going. Yeah. We're uh, good. We yeah, got it. We're, I think we got this locked down. Oh, but who do I have here with me today with to talk about the ghouls. wonderful film <laughs> Perfect Blue? Whoa. Well, I have with me. Mima, Alex. Hello. <laughs> I am a professional. He's Mima. Oh, this makes sense, I think. He's Grandma. We have Mima, Mima Cam. <laughs> I am also Mima. But I'm good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mima, Seb. I'm the real one. <laughs> Everyone else is an imposter and you should kill them. <laughs> That's right. And I'm your host. Wait, I'm Mima. No. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm Mima. You're the fake Hold Mima. on. I think I'm Mima. Mm. No, you're anyway, not. Anyway, um... Mima. Uh, Perfect Blue is uh, Satoshi Kon's uh, 1997 debut. Debut. The first movie you made was like Perfect Blue. How do you fucking like it was move perfect. on from wow. that? That is incredible. Did he direct it or he write it, it or did he do everything? He directed it and he wrote it and he produced it. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite it. as good as the sequel, Imperfect Red. Oh, boy. I'm glad the... you got that out of the way in the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. But um, uh, Perfect Blue centers a lot around how Mima's fans and yeah. the public at large perceive her and how that gets projected onto herself. And we see a lot of that, especially now that the internet isn't something that you have to coach a 20-year-old on how to log onto a website like it is in this movie, like you do in this movie. Like now, everyone's on the fucking internet. And that leads to people getting even more, like, into The Rock's Instagram, for example. Uh, As Seb has proved before, you can find someone's address pretty easily. <laughs> when did I, you do that? Constantly. <laughs> Every time a, a superintendent is mentioned in the Discord, Seb okay. has located that their house in Florida. superintendent. <laughs> and he sold his house. It was, Aha! Chalmers. It was Chalmers. Chalmers, yeah. It was He's in now. You doxed him playing Fortnite. Yep. Or, wait, Docs is a website. Never mind. Let's move on. Okay. I wrote so, Kiwi Farms. Think of swatting. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was also thinking about swatting. <laughs> um, no, I was thinking was... about that donkey video. <laughs> <laughs> I was agonizing over it. I'm like, can I delete this from Latin from the show? And then I'm like listening to the rest of the show, and it doesn't stop coming up. You have ever. power of like editor. Like, yeah. You have final cut. I it. do have final cut. Which is not fair, damn, because we can how... all embarrass ourselves all, our, uh, all we want. Think of it this yeah. way. How much cutting would I have to do so to much. exile? <laughs> so much work. There would be no episode. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to cut it all? Check out no. last week's to uh, see yeah, what donkey video. Check out the video. King of Comedy. <laughs> yeah, like two weeks ago, I about, believe. Not I would like to hear me talk week. about oh, the donkey video that I saw on the internet. Uh, no. no further information. Yeah, it was the scariest thing that came up on our yep. non-Halloween episode. Most unsettling. But something that also came up on that episode is the projecting of unreasonable expectations onto a celebrity in a weird way. Mm. Yeah, and, that, that uh, episode and this one link up yeah, really Yeah, it's perfect well. pairing. Yeah, this yeah, is a good double feature. Those two link up well. It's a shame disc golf's in between them, but also, <laughs> but also, uh, this links up kind of nicely with Neo Cities because early internet, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, fan yeah, time. Looking at a Neo City yeah, time. like as a fan page, uh, Mima's room is like so mm-hmm. prototypical for like that kind of uh, culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of her multiple personalities should have at least been good at uh, HTML. <laughs> oh, burn! That's just what it looked like. Oh, oh speaking of which, we should try i think this is worth not spoiling oh, for sure. a while because <laughs> i have seen this three first... times and yeah, i did I not remember this oh that's great still surprised i was like the whoa <laughs> the end of the movie that i've seen definitely seen multiple times yeah i was with you the did first time i watched it it's definitely yeah. going to come up in, in the second second i did yeah, not remember this is an happened. anime movie yeah, yeah this is well, worth seeing We'll try to keep the spoilers out, and then and then once well, we start doing spoilers, like to spoil can, you know, no, no, no. Once we start doing spoilers, we'll put a warning near the end. Yeah. Stop listening and watch the movie. Yeah, like for for real. <laughs> and don't come back. It's not quite <laughs> as aggressive as our uh, as our one cut of the dead spoiler warning, which mm. I if, if someone spoils that movie, I come to their house and kill them. Yeah, that. But, really. uh, the one cut is you cutting them. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other cut is them hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's it's how it works. It's a two-cut movie. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk. Cut is the deep we, we wanted to talk about like obsessive fans. Of, like we got the weirdos, so- sickos. weirdos, sickos, stalkers, freaks, all kinds of stuff. Stands, stands, absolutely. Stands. Uh, I mean, you know, Eminem wrote that song about that, or somebody wrote that song for Eminem. Who knows? Um, but uh, I think Stan. Any- anyway, um, uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me is one that I think about all the time because it was such like a a turning point historical event that didn't quite go the way we would have maybe liked it to maybe uh the john wedding um, no uh no uh. that one was, that one's fine i'm sure no uh, that was all according to your yeah, plan correct yeah but he's like uh he thought that reading catcher in the rye made him go like oh i have to kill john lennon did you know what i learned he wasn't just a john lennon crazy person he was gonna kill like he was just a celebrity like he wanted to kill yeah, a celebrity Starfucker? yeah star killer star killer oh. <laughs> that's a guy from guardian <laughs> the, of the, the galaxy force, the right? force unleashed i believe uh, that guy I, is i thought that was a transformers character yeah. no that's star star Scream. Scream? Yeah. yeah it's a star screamer he sounds like this oh <laughs> scum <laughs> scream megatron <laughs> i'll be the leader of the decepticons if i can just get out of this dodecahedron that's blue laser from <laughs> Homestar Blue Runner. Laser is doing an Cheek impression commandos. of this guy. You're <laughs> already so far off. Deep. Halloween, but, uh, Dracula. Yeah, so John Lennon is Nima. the John Lennon's, uh, you know, shooter, Mark David Chapman, right? Yeah. I don't know. You know, um, right? <laughs> but anyway. I love it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have three JGL. names if you're going to do it. Uh, okay, at least if you kill the JFK, guy, you got to yeah. have three names. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, you know, the person who shot Reagan didn't have three names and didn't get the job done. That's mm-hmm. right. It was John Hinckley, who I mm-hmm. have a lot of respect for. But the reason I bring him up Recently is not because he was... Jail. It's on Twitter yeah, now. He was, yeah, Twitter. exactly. He's, like, just posting music. But the thing is, like, he posts... He, like, yeah, he attempted to shoot uh, Reagan. And he did shoot Reagan. He just didn't kill the bastard. Yeah. And... Uh, well, Reagan had... moved his heart. So... <laughs> 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 you couldn't actually hit it. But the reason, the stated reason that was like in the manifesto and in everything was that he wanted to impress Jodie Foster. Sure. But this was this, way to do it. this was pre-Silence of the Lambs. But after that movie came out, I'm like, I would like to impress Jodie Foster sure. too. Yeah. I, oh, well, I where's, mean, that, I, where's that bastard yeah, breaking? <laughs> I'll show him and her. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you shoot a president, president and you don't kill him, it's like, you know, you're like... They they should they should just be like oh whatever you'll get him next time champ yeah, like why even bother try, prosecuting that guy really make it like you're at the uh, carnival you get a couple throws <laughs> yeah, exactly. was it was it Andrew Johnson had somebody like come up to the White House when you could do that and like challenge him to a duel <laughs> basically <laughs> he like tried to shoot him shot a blank because this was the 1800s and guns were incredibly unreliable <laughs> so then explode in your hand yeah, yeah no no it was Jackson sorry so and then Jackson. Like, took his cane and started beating the guy with it, which is <laughs> yeah. actually very metal, as much as Andrew then, Jackson which was a piece of shit. Who's the other president that got shot and finished oh, their speech? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Right? Roosevelt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, again, the, the guns and bullets were weaker at the time, but huh. still. It's, but uh, also, it's, Teddy it's Roosevelt was kind of a badass in some yeah. ways. He had uh, he had layers of fat and muscle, and yeah. also, <laughs> uh, he was the world's only strong libertarian. Uh, <laughs> oh, the rest wow, of them burn. can't do shit. Burn. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they were not, you know, they presidents. were not victims of celebrity culture like fucking Jodie Foster was, which is especially weird because at the time she had pretty much only been in stuff like Taxi Driver. Like she was like, mm. like just getting out of being a teenager. And, mm. uh, so it's like, you know, I'm receiving messages from my television that it's time to kill Reagan. I was also receiving <laughs> Maybe those. he thought that like <laughs> he's being like just Travis Pickle right? would impress her. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I kind that of, is weird. This is funny because it is coming back to, um, I was making fun of you guys for saying that Scorsese films can influence people to do violence. But now I, I'm, <laughs> I'm having, my words are coming back into my face somehow. But uh, no, I think I stand by what us. I said, which is that it's it's good if that happens. Yeah. Because they get to shoot Reagan. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> I, I think we need more media to make people want to shoot Reagan. Yeah, well, these days I feel Unfortunately, like... Unfortunately, he's uh, dead. We can still shoot him. I guess we could just go over to the grave. Oh, Arlington is not that far away. <laughs> I have been there. And I bet you his like, stands out. They probably have like a special... Do you think uh, Hinkley went to the grave and was like, took a picture? That would be... He like, should. I win, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but the one of the other ones I was thinking of, one, another famous story that I brought up and uh, re- received a little bit of confusion on, uh, is that the Bjork famously had a stalker who was going to send her, I want to say it was an anthrax envelope. And now oh. Nick just said Bjork like that's a person someone should know. Yes, she's Which incredibly Bjork famous. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, never heard of She's probably Bjork. the most famous person that, from Iceland. That is such a fake name. I could not she's believe it. She's from Iceland. I think it's more... Surprising that you've never heard of Bjork. Yeah. Really More impressive really? to not have heard of Bjork. What do they do? Like trance music? What's popular in Iceland? I don't know. She, no, music? she's a pop, pop singer from the '90s. What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, so bizarre. I'd never guy, heard of Bjork. This guy was a fan who was working as a pest exterminator, and he was like 
you know, he was obsessing over Bjork, right? Like, she's uh, a famous musician, like, you know, sending, you send fan letters, you, like, get, get all their merch and everything. Mm-hmm. But you want to take your relationship one step beyond. And the only real way to do that is to send them basically a bomb in the mail. Mm. Um, That's now, the next step. This guy... Uh, I, I hate to be, you know, critique the method uh, so later, <laughs> so late on, but I feel like this guy made the critical mistake of saying, you know, we're going to die together. But he mailed his bomb, you know, through the regular ass postal service, and he killed himself immediately, which led. There, foolish, so foolish. yeah, so yeah, yeah. so it's the time. time here's, or not. Yeah, that's the problem, right? The, the police have time to discover this guy's body, discover this guy's suicide note, be like, oh shit, he sent a bomb in the mail, oh, the and mail then go was too slow. <laughs> yeah, and then go get the bomb before it even reaches Bjorn, and it's fine. Mm. So like, you know, I just feel like. But at least he. I don't know why we're defending this, or I'm defending this guy. But at least he thinks it worked. I don't know. Do you, do you think he died in peace? Yeah, he died in his mind. He died before the plan failed. This is too morbid. I shouldn't have even said that. Mm. But um, I was thinking I learned this from the Just King Things podcast on the Misery episode because oh, that's great. all about uh, you wow. know toxic yeah. fandom. But mm-hmm. Stephen King's stories about his fans. He got sent a live scorpion was one of the weirdest ones that I heard. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Which is, that one's the funniest one. to me because it's like, okay, Stephen King's a horror guy. He's like a weird guy. I love this. I'm going to send him a scorpion. It's like, no, cool. <laughs> that's not. I mean, Wait, so the person, it, it, it wasn't like a, you know, a guess. it wasn't like you. a your days are numbered Dr. Venture thing. It was more like a. Uh, I think it was a fan. He, he, yeah. yeah. This is, you will appreciate this scorpion. Dude, yeah, cool. you're a sick freak like me. You'll love this. It's like when like. People yell at comedians, like insult comedians in the streets. Yeah, it's like you like, do that on your show. You'll appreciate my funny bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm funny like you. What it's was like it? no, you're just um, calling me bald. Like stop being a dick. Was it Mexico or one of the Latin American countries? Oh. Somebody threw like a plush doll at Lady Gaga, uh, like recently, and that. But that's that like a tradition they have of yeah. just throwing the specific doll. I don't doll know at, at about people. that exactly, that's but weird. I just found huh. out that the. Uh, I, I was redoing a little bit more reading. I, for some reason, I thought it was anthrax. It was a bomb rigged with sulfuric acid. That's the fucking bomb. two-faced yeah. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> what was huh. up? We didn't... Wait. What were, what were... Never mind. This is a what different movie say? I watched what? this week. I'm thinking of uh, Fatal Attraction again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched too many movies yeah. this week. What happens? Did somebody get acid? And acid. Acid yeah. happens in that There's movie. And I was like, man, the, no movies have acid in them. Except there should for, be more acid. There should I be more acid. And where did she get the acid? Yeah. She's like a book publisher. She like pours it on his car. And it's yeah. like, what? Where'd you get that? It's like, oh, your <laughs> you go to the acid store? Acid. It's, yeah, I don't like, think it's ever brought up. No. <laughs> after or you before. Can it's very just strange. get acid stuff that will do that. Or make really? it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't I've know. Got I reflex. Figured... I've got too much. It's so funny. You make your own. You're it's sitting so on a pile of gold. Someone would send uh, him a scorpion in the mail, though. I really do think yes. it just. I can't think not think of the fucking uh, Venture Brothers thing where uh, Doc uh, Doctor Venture's going through all his unopened mail, and one of them just says "Die, Doctor Venture," and there's a scorpion. Oh a yeah, cobra yeah, yeah, yeah. And he picks up the cobra and it crumbles to dust because yeah. it was like you never opened old. it. Yeah, yeah, you never opened <laughs> it. Yeah. Got hungry. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I think that's that's a good like. That's that's what really stuck out to me because it's an example of a fan being like, oh, I relate so to this guy. Wrong. Yeah, I understand yeah. this yeah. guy more. He'll get it. Um, At least that's what I think the story yeah. is. I don't, I don't know otherwise. So I think that um, a, a very recent example of this, and uh, we can cut this if you think that it that you don't want to talk about it. Uh, but the recent stuff with John Mulaney is incredibly funny to me because like uh, John Mulaney made jokes about his made wife. Jokes. How yeah, much he loved like, his wife. Yeah, and how much he loves his wife, and then. Like, you know, it's he he cheated on her, but that's none of that stuff is weird. Neither of those two things are weird. Uh but like 
people who had this like incredibly attached idea of like him being the most wholesome or the, a the good coolest boy. Yeah. or uh, mm. I know his comedy so he's a good person right and then Even Dave though... Chappelle showed up at one of his shows and yeah exactly so yeah the, like they it's totally people who don't understand the idea of like this person is putting on a performance and you don't know them yeah. you're not yeah. friends don't with them stand real people you're not the person never that stand I thought a real you were person in my head because yeah. of your TV <laughs> yeah how dare you like yeah. how like basically like how dare you uh not love your wife like you said you did in the jokes you were doing for entertainment yeah you're a hypocrite yeah and that's and to, that to me is worse than anything like you know it's like these it seems so psychopathic to me like to just have this kind of weird impression that you like all because of something they said yeah like, you think they you know their entire yeah. life even though like I guess this is unrelated, but he talks about his like heavy drug use still like for the ninety percent of that special. And yeah. Then, and then they're like, he's in rehab and everyone's like, But what? Like, Dude, he was he wrote for SNL. He was doing coke every day. Uh, speaking no of coke way. every day. All right. Oh um, yeah. Here's, here's one I d I don't know that anyone remembers this, but I remember watching this happen live. Um so in the year of our Lord twenty sixteen, um, before the election. Oh. Um remember that. Yeah, uh, this is relevant. Um, oh, Huma? A, a guy used <laughs> giant suction cups to climb oh, Trump this. Tower. And it was happening, and it was fucking hilarious to me. And it was just, like, this guy, like, slowly climbing up and up. It's I think he got terrifying. to, like, the 13th floor or something. Yeah. He got up really high. Didn't and then he they... call himself? The... Is that the Simpsons joke or that the human fly? That's a Simpsons joke. I don't joke, remember. Right? That's, a, that's a Simpsons joke. <laughs> he called himself something. Like, he had, like, a Spider-Man name. Yeah. I don't remember. But he was trying to meet Trump as, like, a fan. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's Yeah, he, he liked he just... Trump. Ugh. Like, when somebody does that, All normally I'm like, he's going there to right kill time. him. <laughs> Uh, but no, he he wanted to meet him, you know, like shake his hand. But they they ended up pulling him in from another window, mm-hmm. which was actually really hilarious because he kept like trying to get away from them, and then it's they like, just like you grabbed lose him. It rampage. Yeah, That's I watched it. I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in Ortega's with my parents, like using up my data to watch this happen. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that it was. Do that it was great. Um, but yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, I remember like people who do stunts like that. They're fucking insane. Like well, I think that's more insane than sending anthrax to somebody, honestly. Climbing their yeah, billionaire yeah. Uh, yeah. skyscraper. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. So to bring it back, I to, think it's a lot more effort to like Japanese culture, and you guys all know more about this than I do. Mm-hmm. But like, it like the person that makes a manga is a man- manga con, and they like keep themselves private, right? Yeah, on they don't post pictures of themselves. They don't well, want a lot be of them. Yeah, accosted. Yeah. It, it's I think it goes per person but i think yeah. a lot of them are very private because they don't want the attention yeah, yeah. they don't want to be i mean like but it is very like, much Dor- a risk Hidoro's, of like uh, manga be, yeah yeah, like yeah. it very much carries the risk of like actually being mobbed like yeah um, i think yeah, we'll probably get into it more when we talk about this movie but uh fan culture in japan is uh different <laughs> well, they, yeah. they bred it in a certain way it's like you yeah. know it's like you uh it's like yeah I, I gave my monster the sharpest teeth and the longest claws and i gave it a lust <laughs> only for blood and it doesn't listen to anybody and oh no it's killing me now uh, how did this happen uh japan tends to look at what america does sometimes and then do it 10 times worse you know like, it's very like, much, it's very much an, i learned it from watching yeah. you it's definitely our fault from from the post-war stuff like mm. with america being like yes we are going to regulate your economy to make a thousand percent sure that socialism never comes to these shores what, what was, it? was it square was trying to do like some kind of 
like paywall or enough or maybe i was talking to somebody about the, the sonic origins games and how they did the paywall and that how fucking ridiculous that yeah. was yeah uh well yeah there's a lot of like uh like hyper capitalist culture over there um i would say pound for pound not worse than us of course mm. not uh well, well like country like you were ranking the countries well, i think like, we're yeah. just ranking, <laughs> ranking the, uh, who the, wins who's got the most predatory financial system well yeah. you know it's got to be the usa baby usa yeah. number one no no no, no. well so, on like a capitalism standpoint i like the k-pop stuff always like blows oh. my mind oh, yeah. Yeah. it's like yeah. well i this guy is my guy i picked him out of uh-huh. the group Your so gang. i will buy every you buy the fan the watch the, the, or whatever the, the you know the light yeah. the the poster they learned it from the watching us they they're, learned they're it from like watching us well, years like, later. like pop stars yeah, of the yeah, olden days. actually they've been doing fans. it yeah. the whole time that's like, what they I was never stopped. Say, like Backstreet Boys. Yeah. 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 They had like Super yeah, we, Junior we when I was in different college. Kinds of culture. Like we've kind of not really moved beyond it. We have just have a different way of doing it now. But mm-hmm. like this movie does like, you know, you have like the fan magazine and the fan and the, the like you do the separate podcast. separate drama CD and the, <laughs> the radio show and God. where you announce your dates that you can come up to meet and greet for a show and get a signing. And yeah, yeah. And all that stuff is so it, it, like so aggressively monetized. Yeah, absolutely. It's like one core audience of fans that will just yeah. fully support one of these groups. Hey, we have a lot of lonely people in this country. Is there any way we could Do you want to be friends with a gorgeous person? Yeah. <laughs> Pay me $5. Five seconds? Oh, I remember $500? I remember the other Stephen King thing. Um, uh-huh. He was doing a book signing in a mall, and there was this gigantic, huge, humongous line, and he literally, like physically couldn't sign stuff anymore. I don't know oh. if that part's true, but he had to no. leave. Yeah, if, if you're doing this for like hours and hours. Yeah, and he he asked to be walked out through the back, and they were like, uh, no, we can't do that. So he had to walk back past the giant line of people oh, no. to leave mm-hmm. and say, oh, sorry, I can't sign that's your awful. book. That's, that's fucking rough. That's fucking blows. Yeah. Speaking of, like, I always hate, I love stories about dumb rules, like, oh, we can't let you out the back for security reasons. Stephen King's gonna like steal a shirt from yeah. like Macy's. Yeah, or something. yeah, you'll so walk him just through let a him bunch go of people who could potentially get angry. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, to speaking of Stephen King and misery, you get people who are like upset. It's like, oh, your art isn't doing what I want anymore. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like for example, when uh, and tying into that and tying into Japan, we've got Hideki Anno. You know, it's like you bastard, I'll kill you for because Evangelion didn't end the way I wanted it yep. to. Oh, and, and he's like, they, okay. They, yeah. oh, all right, you motherfucker. <laughs> Here you go, five yeah, movies. Bitch, you want, a, you want an ending? That's I'll give one. you a fucking yeah. ending, yeah. you he's son of a bitch. Famous for including the real death threats he received in the ending of Evangelion. Jesus. Wow. Um, there, are, there are always rumors about how um, the creative Naruto was getting death threats over like, um, rumors that Kakashi was gonna die, or it looked like well, he not died, even real or Sasuke, <laughs> or that. Yeah. yeah, like, and people were like, "Oh, he changed it because people got pissed off at him." No, and Kirishima just doesn't have any balls. He wouldn't do yeah. something interesting. Like, that's not gonna be. That's not his style. You know what? It's another really bad one. The Last of Us. I mean, everything about The Last of Us too. But yes, people yelling at the actor who played a character. Yeah. mad at the actions of the character in the video game oh my god that, that was is so fucking stupid. So, so dumb fucking that is like, like when i was on tumblr like 90 percent of what tumblr was is like you killed my character and it's like wait no that person is an actor it's their job yeah yeah being yeah. paid to do their best work yeah um i'm sorry but uh have you heard of something called dramatic stakes like no Fiction. yeah it's <laughs> like I, I really do think that this is something that we bring up uh, uh, occasionally on the show already, uh, and I know I've talked about it like well, all the way back in our Aquaman episode. But like, 
really like those people won like for sure Every, everything oh, yeah. is made for them now that's and, how we got fucking the office man in doctor strange yeah as reed richards horribly yeah, miscast john krasinski because people think he's handsome and mm. he should be a, a marvel man oh, yeah. speaking of actors um i don't know how much this is actually true but robert pattinson likes to tell a story about um, oh yeah i, I, I love this true. guy actually um <laughs> like a fan who kept wanting to go on a date with him so he took her out and was the most fucking unsufferable guy uh-huh. like just like complaining yeah, about his whole life this, yeah, is, this is, is what we were talking about uh, on the king the comedy episode yeah, yeah if you really work on it insufferable can... talking That's about so how funny. much his life sucks and she never came back wow. <laughs> You just have to disappoint the people who care about you. And, I, uh, and in preparation for King Don't of Comedy, Robert De Niro showing up at his own stalker's houses uh, yeah. is, uh, is absolutely... That's incredible. a bold move. He's like, I'm trying to get into your head here. Like, hey, I'm what's trying- wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to door to door to figure out what's wrong with you. <laughs> what's your fucking problem? Uh, That's great. Oh, yeah. man. Is that real? Uh, that is a re- apparently a real story uh, from the production. Of the I movie. buy he, it. I don't know that he actually like went in and confronted them. It was more like he would show up at his stalkers' houses. He would follow them home and then like like just stand outside their windows and stuff. That's like fucking that. awful. I had a stalker follow me home one time. <laughs> and that Whoa. sucks. Scary. Well, he's, uh, he, okay. So well, you stopped recording all those hip hop songs that we love. Hey, you. We should. Yeah. Be, you're a better singer than an actor. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, go back. I, know. I, I, I was just thinking about quitting the well, entertainment industry in general. HTML sub room. Sub room. They made me do it. Go back to Wow. No, it's for one day. He met. He met me at like a new club at school, and then we talked while while the late bus. Uh, while we were waiting for the late bus and then he was like i'm going to this house this person's house that you know and i was like okay i will direct you to their house and i directed him to their house but instead he waited and then followed me home oh my god oh, that's um, and scary. then my dad drove him home and he never <laughs> oh, bothered boy. me again are you sure he drove him home you hear from him never asked he my never, dad about came, never saw him at school again him. Oh. <laughs> he, he transferred i think <laughs> Uh, I think we've got uh, this topic pretty much well uncovered, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Unless you guys this have any a, more examples. I, I really well, yeah, like I, this, I this yeah. trope. We this just should good. open it up to the listeners. If any of you guys want to stalk, murder, or send us bombs, yeah, you feel free, give, please. please. Uh, I've Most given you all you know the clues. where we live. <laughs> send a bomb to our email at pleasedon'tcast.gmail.com. That's weird. My NeoCities page is updating, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> I've been sending you guys subliminal messages for years. <laughs> we don't just, check our mail, though, so that's our problem. You're just not picking up on this. Yeah, the live scorpion did die the one that Shit. i went to when i went to open my <laughs> it's spray painted yellow spare mic i was looking for the spare mic and it, uh, it wasn't in there yeah ask All to right. go on a date with me i'll complain about how i had to stick my fingers in my mouth and then put buttons in it <laughs> <laughs> that's weird right. physical therapy things unrelated uh yeah, I, I just, I'm just imagining like people being like, uh, "There's too much gender on the Please Don't Listen podcast oh, now." I'm there is. Fucking kill There's them. too much gender. Alex has changed. All those, all, all those <laughs> they thems out there. Oh. I remember before Sorry, Please I'll Don't leave. Cast got political. Oh boy. Episode one. Oh, <laughs> bring boy. back straight Seb. Oh man. <laughs> we should bring back our favorite Seb. character. <laughs> It's me, straight set. Ah, they're back. All right. When we no, come back, we'll geez. be discussing Satoshi oh, Khan's Perfect Blue. We'll see you then. Straight set right. war. Add it to, uh, add it to the wiki. That was really good. Yeah, put that on the wiki. <laughs> she hurt. <laughs> straight set is funny. straight and sis.
Excuse me, who are you? Mima was a pop star. This is Mima's last performance with Cham. Who desired to become an actress. I really hope that I can entertain you just the same as an actress. But sometimes, aspirations can be deadly. I'm always watching Mima's room! In the world of make-believe. This is when Mima proves herself. The price of fame. Don't worry, Mima, it'll be all right. May not be worth the cost of identity. <laughs> Where did this come from? How do they know so much? Innocence is lost. <gasps> Dreams become nightmares. And privacy no longer exists where everything you do can be seen by everyone and those you trust are really those you should fear your life no longer belongs to you excuse me manga entertainment presents satoshi khan's animated psychological thriller perfect blue excuse me who are you Welcome back, <laughs> listeners, for an exciting treat or defeat in this uh, terror episode. And it's so exciting that we have Can you guess what candy it is? corn that was uh, already here! Whoa! We've been eating this for the last two weeks. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, there's something a little fucked up about this candy corn, and that is that it came from the Christmas tree shop. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Oh, is that a New England only chain? I, I, think I think it's. I think it is. Yeah, because the same company that owns um, Rip, Beth and Beyond owns it. Oh, Rip to them. God. Yeah. yeah. They're going under for they sure. Right? The one near us is closing. God damn. Go if you need anything. Um, everything's up to thirty percent off. Oh, I, I do. Need oh. A, I do actually need a bed. Wait, at Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's They're good. Closing ours. I get a lot of stuff in there actually. Okay, so there are. <laughs> the traditional colors and there's the brown ones. The brown ones absolutely have a little bit of chocolate flavor in them. I have really? avoided the brown ones. Oh. I don't think so. I'm trying it now. They totally do. They're different from the yellow ones that I have in my hand. They, they definitely taste different. different. You can't taste the yellow as much in those. There's chocolate in that. There's chocolate in it. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Those are disgusting. You. Everyone was telling me I was fucking crazy. No, there's absolutely yeah. chocolate in them. I know I because I don't like chocolate. It's not just sweet to me. Hmm. Yeah, you can, definitely can't taste the yellow in the, in the brown ones. But the, is uh, the yellow your favorite flavor of it is. the candy corn? It's the best part. <laughs> when I brought the fucked up Minions I'll candy corn first. over last year, were you like, oh, I can taste the yellow in this? Mm-hmm. You're like, banana. I feel like candy okay, corn used to make my teeth hurt flavoring. more. Thank you. It's one Fuck. third. Possibly the biggest third. But when we first yeah. ate them, Nick thought they had maple in them. Well, I well, because we bought this yeah, that was ones that looked similar that did have maple in them mm. last year or yeah. two years okay. ago or three years Those ago. Those were fucking wretched, dude. I like it quite a bit. Sort of like these. I think the apple was the worst for me. We did have, no, the maple's um, worst. This is a treat, though. I mean, yeah. it's as weird and off-brand as it tastes, uh, it's still good. 
It's yeah. a defeat for me because like I, I expect the toxic, awful taste of candy corn that I love, and then there's chocolate in there. Who the fuck wants that? We did eat all the pumpkins already. Gross. <laughs> Those were pretty good. Just gross. Um, speaking of chocolate, I insisted that we eat some of this titty bar. We're going to the titty bar, guys. Um, yeah. I... chocolate. Old gift from an ex-girlfriend. That's right. uh, the titty, titty bar. Titty chocolate for a movie with titty in it. Yeah. Um... I ate it and then I, I did text her. I'm like, I'm sorry to tell you, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, insisted we eat it. So. I try never to be rude about a gift, but I did text her and say this chocolate was really bad. Maybe bad. why she's an ex girlfriend. But no, I think it's funny. Like I, I like was like, I'm sorry. Thank you for the chocolate. This is fucking terrible. But like, she did not buy it and goes like, I love this chocolate. It's the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. She got it for you because she's like, oh, this will be funny. A funny thing to give to Cam. Yeah, these should have nipples on them, huh? They're rounded on the top. Mm-hmm. It's not shaped like titties. It's just shaped like the soft, like chocolate pillows. You know, like the squares. This just in: titty chocolate bar should be more like real titties. Mm. You know what they taste like? You know the chocolate Santas, the little chocolate Santas. Oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. In terms of suggestively named chocolate, I've always preferred mounds. Oh, quick! Someone think of another one. Snickers. Yeah, defeat. <laughs> I'd eat it if that was the only chocolate. Terrible. Milky Absolutely White. terrible. I guess Milky Way. Yeah, I wish you didn't say that. Really. <laughs> gross. Gross, gross, gross. So are you, are you a, a titty bar man or an I, ass bar man? I'm an ass bar. An ass bar has to be better. All right, look, this. I would have taken a bite of the ass bar. Well, I, we're all we're all millennials <laughs> okay. here. Come on. Of course we like the <laughs> ass bar. Mine. It's trending. Where's the pussy chocolate? God damn it. <laughs> we could have gotten it. <laughs> Yeah. Go to Spencer's Gifts and pick up your pussy candy right now. Jesus. I had a dream that we went there. <laughs> next next oh, week yeah. we will go. And Possibly we'll a premonition. Candy, yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't I mean, it didn't get blown up? Yes. <laughs> so we shouldn't so, go. Like, like, you had I had a dream that we did a topic about buying sex toys, and we went. <laughs> I, I planned on buying one to cheat at chess. Does anyone know get that reference? <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy should get to keep the trophy. What do we think? It's Someone... unconfirmed. I feel like it's so much more work. How is it unconfirmed? <laughs> so, you might have to explain this one to me. So the story is that someone won the chess champion. Or no, wait. Chess? Uh, yes. So this is chess. He's a, this, the guy who's being accused, by the way, is a 19-year-old. Um, okay. So And he, he's being accused by a 36-year-old who is a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who's being accused, the 19-year-old, Magnus Carlson. Come on. You uh, got to play chess. Yeah, or you so got to fight the X-Men. He's got an origin story. <laughs> What's Mag- Magneto's last name? Uh, Metal? Magnuson. <laughs> Evil? <laughs> what is uh, Eric Lenscher originally. Oh, so and then isn't Magnus? He, somebody calls... Uh, I don't I think remember he gets why they start calling him Magnus, Magnus, but somebody Magnus, does do that. Yeah. I, I think it's a retcon. does that. That's weird of him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. Um, you you know about this story. Tell me about it. So yes, the uh, the the nineteen year old that's being accused. So, um, basically, the grandmaster is like, look, during quarantine, when it was on, when we weren't meeting up to play chess, a lot of people were cheating by basically inputting the move that somebody else did on a program set to the hardest difficulty, right? Like you go to a chess program and you play against a computer and you just put your opponent's moves in as your own and see what the computer does against you to try and beat you. Oh my God, that's a lame way of cheating. It is a lame way of cheating. However, computers, ever since the 1990s with uh, IBM's Deep Blue, computers have been smarter than humans in terms of playing chess. Ever since, uh, shit, what's that movie? With the nuke, the bomb, the the game. Duck, Duck. Uh, war games. Uh, war games. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ever okay. since war games, people have been doing 
doing chess on computer. All right, moving all right, on. All right. <laughs> John Carpenter's the thing. Worth it. Yeah, pouring whiskey on their chess com- uh-huh. computers. So, um, a cheating bitch. So, anyway, that's been happening a lot. So this, uh, it was happening a lot during quarantine. Uh, people were getting wins that way, and it's a hard thing to verify because you know you could be doing it on your phone or whatever. And uh, basically, people have started trying to get a feel for the kinds of moves a computer would make as opposed to a human. Um, which is suppo- what you know this guy has been saying. He's like, I was up against my opponent. We're burying and this, the lead and huge this asshole. on this. <laughs> yes, I yeah, am. I, I'm leading up to it because if I start with the headline. I know. Like, I just want to tell the listeners, hang on a second. It's yeah, about to, I, it's you're about to get very here. interesting. Okay. So this uh, this 19-year-old is like beating everybody and the, the grandmaster resigns against him immediately. He's like, look, there are lots of creative ways to cheat. He was, you know, like he had a full body scan with a metal detector, but he's like going over the footage in a stream and he's like saying, I think that it's possible he could be using vi- vibrating anal beads to receive a signal that tells him whether or not to move certain pieces. Oh, right. The ultimate yeah. accusation is yes. you had someone, you had created you had a, a remote, system. A remote controlled okay. sex toy in your anus. Yeah. Yes. yes. A I code, had, I had code been reading the system. headlines and did not get to that part. Yes. Oh, so, man. Here's the thing. That's the only part I knew. More spread <laughs> messages uh, through my yeah, bunk. I read yeah. a. I read a um, I read a Newsweek story t- this morning that did not mention the anal bees accusation. It said everything else I just said and didn't say the anal bees ac- accusation. Uh, here's here's my take. I think that he should get to keep the trophy, but any time he goes to play after this, they have to check his hole every time. <laughs> yeah, they gotta check. That's his, ass. his punishment. And like <laughs> you know, even inspection. if you got away with it, now this is your legacy. Well, People like, have to check. And like, now. it's funny that this guy he jumped to that because there are lots of other ways that this guy could potentially be cheating that are do, yeah. and do not involve sticking something up of his. Up I like his ass. that. Do you way think he got the anal beads at Spencer's? Yes. <laughs> I don't think they sell the. I think chest they have the yeah the chest cheater set. <laughs> But like, what I love about the story is the code. Like, what they had to come up with the code. Of so here's what it is: telling him to how to someone move. who is really good at chess, you don't need anything more than I'm putting my hand on the piece. Is this the right piece to move? At oh this yes time? or no? Yes. Yeah. Somebody cheated at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in a similar way as this, where they had like a they had something a, in their they had a vibrating beeper, <laughs> not, yeah. not up their ass, but <laughs> not brave um, enough. Yeah, and that's why they got caught. Hover over an answer, and then someone would buzz in if it was correct. Like uh-huh. they would, it would ping them. There's a documentary on that. Very cool. See, uh, wow. so anyway, I was thinking about using Seb's dream to cheat, treat it, cheat at chess. Wait, what is this episode about? This episode <laughs> is about Perfect Blue. Uh, it's it's 1997, a chess, right? I, just, <laughs> I, I uh, played chess, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Should that become a euphemism? <laughs> That's so elaborate. There are so many steps to it, just like cheating at chess. It is so enjoyable. Uh-huh. So, uh, Perfect Blue, the 1997 debut film of Satoshi Kon, follows uh, Mima, who is a Mima. a member of a pop idol Mima. group called Cham. Uh, uh, Cam wanted me to introduce him as Chamron earlier. Yeah, come on. I, I wanted to do my stupid That's bit. That's good. Cham. It was a good bit. <laughs> I wanted to be Cham. Uh, so, she she's the member of a pop idol group, Cham. But she wants to leave to pursue a career in acting. Mm. Being it's an idol is a dead end job. It yes, sucks. absolutely. Well, also she's like an idol at a at a theme park, right? No, no, that's or those no. are just the gigs that she has. She's not. She's okay. not like they're not on retainer. They're not playing the Tokyo Dome. I thought, <laughs> I thought not she had like a resident because it yeah, seemed like, like she played there all the, like daily and or like, something. I don't and, know. Yeah, like a stage show after the the <laughs> fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but like. 
she wants yeah she wants to do something that she feels is more fulfilling in her life uh and uh artistically one of those things would be uh to be an actress and um she is sort of being pushed in this direction by one by one of her managers uh uh takahata i believe sure yeah and um he uh but it is something that she she does want to expand her uh horizons and um the film follows her as she starts to do this and uh, some fans start to take notice of her, you know, taking like senior roles in like adult TV dramas. And like, you know, it's the kind of thing that a lot of uh, young pop starlets have where, you know, they uh, start doing like things that really imply that they have sex appeal or that show that they are, you know, adults away from like whatever pop music star thing that they had going on beforehand. And, uh, Japan, uh, a culture very healthy, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the, the fans Normal are fans, not having it, or some aren't. You know, they're like, they think, like, what the hell? What happened to our pure Mima? Yeah, what, I mean, how is what she? Did, well, yeah, what happened to the version of you I've created in my yeah. head? A, yeah. a, lot K-pop, to me. a lot of K pop and J pop idols are not allowed to have boyfriends. Yeah. Like, that's part of their contract. They, a, they can't do anything. They, they are a totally infantilized. image that they portray. Well, yeah, yes. then it's, it's part like, of their character. Well, yeah. no, you're you're always attainable. There's always the yeah. option. Like, mm-hmm. yes. What the fuck? What do you mean John Mulaney cheated on his wife? <laughs> He's such a wife guy, wife? though. He's a wife guy. <laughs> so, um, uh, this film deals with uh, Mima dealing with her own identity kind of fading in and out. As the show TV shows she's working on starts experiencing strange murders, and uh, somebody is updating a website claiming to be her and claiming that there is uh, that the pe- person who is doing the photo shoots and TV specials that she is is not the real her and is an imposter. Yeah, yeah. right. And the it character has... that she was has started to yes become real or apparent in a way that is uh, yeah. ambiguous and interesting yeah. she starts she starts seeing the old version of herself in reflections and mm. in mirrors and uh she starts waking up in strange places and at strange it's, times and doesn't remember whether something she's doing is real or for the show she's working on or real or a dream that she had it's or one of those things where like people's perception of you becomes completely different than who you actually are creating a separate person who doesn't exist yeah or at least doesn't exist in reality that can't act of their own free will but does exist in the minds of other people it's weird (laughs) it's a trippy movie um (laughs) the updates on the website are increasingly like person like they tell like oh yeah First I it went seems to this stalkery, store, yeah. and then it seems I've replaced Yui, yeah. which is interesting yeah. and good. So it's clear that somebody like knows what she's doing, yes. but then they go off in their own direction. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I first watched this movie uh, when Cam was first going away to Florida, uh, I, which was is like 2015 yeah, or something that like sense. that. Yeah, so check out our uh, Disney episode. Yeah, Oof. when Cam was going away to Florida the first time for college, I thought it would be a fun thing to do to pick a different anime movie every night and we would just watch one together uh, before he Nick left. knew me so well that he knew yeah, I loved wow, anime. That's why you hate him, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I it, I think I, my dislike of anime hadn't truly formed yet. I yeah, was like, hadn't no, quite solidified uh, there. But um, this ended up being like a really fun uh, kind of experimental thing because I was basically just Googling best anime movies to try yeah. and find stuff. <laughs> and all, now all of these I'm like, oh, I've seen that, but I don't yeah. remember anything about it. Or like, I don't 
because I wasn't really locked into like my loving yeah. movies era yet. Mm-hmm. So like I've seen what was that wolf one with the sword guy? Sword of the Stranger. Sword of the Stranger. Like I've An seen that, movie. but I I don't I know the final fight's really cool, and I know there's cool. a wolf and a guy with a sword. Yes. That's all I know about it. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen a lot of Ghibli movies, but I don't remember the plots of them and mm-hmm. stuff. So and. Uh, Another one of those that we watched was um, Summer Wars, which I was really annoyed at <laughs> at the time. For being uh, just a rehash of the Digimon it's, movie? Yeah. No, I, well, I, I, didn't, I hadn't even seen the Digimon movie at that time. I was annoyed at it because I thought it was going to be more exciting. It's a family movie. Yeah, because I like, put this on for like, Cam and I to watch. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like a cool, fun anime movie. Uh, and it's yeah. like, no, this is like... A reflection on what it means to grow up. Oh, yeah, this like sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. like an extended family film. Yeah. But where they fight in the cyber world at the end. Yeah, very, very briefly. Yeah. But this was, I think, one of the on it one of like the absolute successes, one of the things that both you and I really it's enjoyed. Absolute win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's um good. I it stuck with me a lot since then. I've watched it a lot since then. Uh Seb and I went and saw it in the theater. The, the dub in a theater once and it's it's still the dub is still quite good i don't uh really have problems with it i used to have a pedantic nerd problem with it but i have since done my research and i realized that it is not a problem so seb still has that problem so what, what is your <laughs> yeah. problem you visibly were like it was uh? the thing that you uh that i said after we got out when, i don't remember uh, so it's spoilery so we'll get to it yes. later yes wow. we'll oh i thought okay sorry i thought you're still on summer wars and i was like we no. didn't go see that <laughs> no we didn't see summer wars no um Yes, I love this movie. I, I'm not a huge. I wanted to say that I'm not a huge Khan guy, but I do love this movie. Like Satoshi Khan's works are incredible, and he made uh, five things. He made five things. Good. They're all very good. I, the only one I still haven't seen is Paprika. Yeah. For our uh, anime dorks out there, what's what? Are, um, so uh, this what was his they? first directed film, uh, which is Perfect Blue. After this, Satoshi he did. Khan. Uh, after this, he did Tokyo Godfather, the Christmas movie, an excellent Christmas yep. movie. One of my favorites. Perhaps my great. favorite. Yep. Then he did the series Paranoia Agent, one of my favorite of all time. Yep. Um, wow, bouncing is, between movies and, and yeah. series. That's cool. And then, Well, he doesn't have that much because yeah. he very tragically died quite early. I'm getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting you to the part said, where... You spoiled it. I'm getting spoiled to the part where he dies at 46. his life. <laughs> Listen. No, um, just no, joking. No, no. That's not his uh, he, he After that, that, he does Millennium Actress, which oh, is... Uh, I, I need to rewatch that. Uh, I only watched that pretty recently, and I ended up really liking Incredibly it. Incredibly good. Um, Another one that kind of blends... Yeah, is that kind of like it, this? It sounds It plays similar. with the... The, this woman is an actress, and it plays with the different things that she played, like the different characters that she played in over the her career. Because, like, you're meeting her at the end of a long life, having been lived in the spotlight and through the movies, and somebody's interviewing her. So, so she's do, like, they do a lot of similar stuff to this, where they'll cut between things in an interesting way, or they'll portray her like as an astronaut talking about something normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, when I was at this time, I remember myself at this time being, you know, uh, a Kunoichi of a foreign land. And it's like, well, you were playing one of those in a movie. What was actually happening in your life? And it's like, well, I was searching for this guy. And, you know, I have these memories of, of uh, what I was doing. But everything is tied to what she was doing in the movies at that time i need to rewatch that movie because at the time when i watched it i was like oh this is the most boring one <laughs> but i i think i as i've like grown up because i i think i might have watched this in like college or high school this is one of the ones that bank sat me down to watch because mm-hmm. satoshi khan is her favorite um director mm-hmm. um her lizard is named after satoshi yeah. khan yeah that's what, all i was thinking about during this movie i was like oh, 
Pink's I know a lizard with that name. I yeah. know a lizard. <laughs> He's a lizard familiar now. With he also lizard. did Paprika, which is yep. Inception. Yeah. Paprika's the last anime. one. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I haven't seen. I'll get to that eventually. It's Inception. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think of myself as a huge uh, freak for his works, but this is absolutely one of my favorite movies, not even with the qualifier of animated. Like, this is just one of my favorite movies. Uh, and I... Uh, Emily was asking me if I have uh, if I have a problem because all my favorite movies are about people not knowing whether they're awake or not, or and what's, <laughs> what's, and what's real, what's real, and not knowing not knowing who they are. And yeah. uh, I'm like, I don't know. I guess I just think it's neat. Like I just uh, that's I just, what, that's me with the obsession stuff. I was uh-huh. like, wait a minute, how does this reflect upon me? <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. not to dwell on. Nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the shining again. What day is it? What's your name? <laughs> Take I guess two. I went shopping yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check the blog. Let me check with updating. my update, my blog, to see what I did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen you guys in a while. Nick, what are you talking about? We, we recorded, recorded yesterday. recorded yesterday, dude. <laughs> you, that's why you edit this show, is to remember all the stuff that you did. I know. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking know. Um, but, yeah, I really, really love this movie. And on a rewatch, I noticed a bunch of shit that I did not know, notice before. This movie is chock full of, like, it's doesn't present itself as a mystery it presents itself as kind of like a psychological horror uh kind of thriller slasher movie almost once the kills start happening yeah i think um, like three quarters of the way in for me it's like wait what's going on yeah like (laughs) then they don't really they don't have any care to like i don't know there's other stuff that you're worried about during that the midsection of the movie right and then by the end you're like wait a minute then who was doing xxx wait who was we have recorded too much (laughs) (laughs) but um uh i I watched an interview that was on the the blu-ray i have of this the g kids blu-ray which is very nice Mm. um uh, an interview with satoshi khan uh from the about around the time of the release of this film and he's like well, initially when we were making this, first of all, it's based on a novel called Perfect Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And uh, he the, he changed a lot. Like, so much has changed that it's almost unrecognizable from the book outside of the basic framework. But he said, oh, you know, at first we were kind of we were kind of worried, like, are people going to understand what's going on? And so we, so we added some more hints in the script of, of, like, you know, the final results of the movie. And then... We took him out. <laughs> like, like we thought, we thought, it, we thought it's not as important that the audience needs I, to know. God, what's that would going never on. fucking happen. Now everything <laughs> needs to be so spelled out. I, I feel like Satoshi Khan with his other movies too is almost a little bit like the anime David Lynch. He's like, I don't need to explain this to you. I don't know. I, I, I mean, think watch that, Paprika. That, well, there are certainly things going on in his uh, in those two artists' work, especially considering yeah. that they both had their like height of prominence where they're putting out the most work right at the same time in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I think it's unreasonable of me to think that Satoshi Khan never saw Twin Peaks. I think that it is unlikely that that is the case. <laughs> well, it was huge in Japan. Yeah, exactly. It was gigantic <laughs> in Japan. Yeah, That's so funny. And um, oh, Khan I didn't start directing until 97, and Twin Peaks ends in 92. So, oh, like... Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I think but he I, was considerably younger than something David that, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Something yeah. that I took David away is like a thousand from this years rewatch. Like He's like as old as my dad. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> something that I took away from this rewatch was how few times, like, they don't really tip their hand at all as no. to what happens at the end of this movie. It is a reveal, and then it all kind of clicks in place. It's, yeah. it's great. It's it really makes good. sense in retrospect, but they really don't give you there's the option like not to figure any it out. foreshadowing yeah. really they really don't give you the option to figure it out for yourself which is okay because that's not really the kind it, of movie to it me is. it didn't yeah. feel like a cheat at all no it's like not Deus no. Ex Machina. Yeah. no mm-hmm. like 
if you're like trying to go through it after you already know what's going on and you're going through it with a fine tooth comb to try and figure out okay so who's here at what time you can do it yeah but uh, they, the movie, yeah the move like you were saying the movie doesn't tip its hand the movie doesn't tell you this is what's happening or it doesn't go ooh, is that could this be what, what maybe yeah. what's going on yeah. it's more like okay here's mima look at her specific Mima. problems and we're trying we're worried about her specifically like her not knowing where she is her not knowing who she is and her own personal identity her professional fulfillment and whether or not like she is okay with the things that are being done to her on a professional level and on a personal level because there is somebody who is you know legitimately stalking her in this movie <laughs> and imper her impersonating her yeah. to a degree yeah too. and impersonating her online like that really hit me um in this movie when the first time you hear about the website her blog because uh -huh. she's like get, leaving a show that she announced is her last uh, performance mm -hmm. singing and someone says I read Mima's room every day mm -hmm. and you can see that that sticks in her oh, mind yeah, I think yeah. the specific oh, subtitle was, was that they visit Mima's yeah. room oh. so it, it's, <laughs> it makes it even weirder yeah originally it seems like it's a stalker thing and then it also is a stalker thing, but online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but also so then you find like out that that's, that's the name of the website. Yeah, that's not the blog. that someone's actually looking into her real room. So she Which buys a computer <laughs> to yeah. go Which to the website. Which were you guys looking at? Uh, I don't know English. Okay. The one Probably I said just... said I look in Mima's room no, every sure. day, which made it even more cre creepy because it's like yeah. I'm looking in your window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this movie has but had a couple translations, so I'm sure yeah. it's yeah, it's huh. got the same that's like, a good... thing going on. Oh, yeah. I guess I think mine was the G Kids. Yeah, uh, so that was what I had. That's what it had at the beginning. Yeah, I don't know what we watched. But, so, yeah, um, sub brother. So, Alex, since you were already talking about it, uh, what did you think of Perfect Blue? I know you'd already seen this movie. Yeah, this was maybe my third time watching this movie. Um, it's interesting to uh, it had been long enough where i didn't remember all of the finer details and it was fun to go back through this like knowing what happens at the end and i'll let somebody else reveal that because yeah fun. We'll, we'll get to it eventually. yeah um knowing kind of where the shape of the movie and where things go made it really interesting to see kind of where exactly it takes its turn into weird dreaminess because the cinematography is one of my favorite things about this movie. I really, really love how the scenes flow into each other and yeah. how ambiguous and spacey things get. I was um, reading a lot of reviews for this this time, like <laughs> online reviews on Amazon and Letterboxd and other places. Oh, the Amazon and, reviews. And the Amazon reviews are I should always funny. check that. Um, that's, that's but so the Letterboxd ones, I saw so many people going like, like, what just happened? Like, like I, like you know, I, I watched this there all the way through. There is some appeal to this. I movie. watched this all the way through, and I didn't look at my phone, and I still don't know what what happened in the movie. And like, I, I have like, some questions I would like to talk about. With yeah, you. I mean, yeah, I would be happy. To, I would yeah. be happy to answer. I like um, but like, this movie, I think, definitely does not uh, hold your hand because Mima, the protagonist, also is not sure what's going on a lot of the time, yeah. and that plays into you. And I love they pull this trick so many times, but it's so good. You're like. Oh my god! I can't believe this is happening to Mima. And then the camera is like cut. It's yeah, like, like oh, yeah. great they scene. do it yeah. so often. I, I think they they play with that so much, and it's such a clever setup to do for a movie yeah. to have. It's like, oh, this is a movie about an actor, and yeah, they, she's not they sure what's real cheat because she's an actor. Just a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's a little bit too scene. coincidental yeah, how exactly the the. Well, the, the, the guy the she's who's writing the script isn't done when she first gets the role because it's like a, a serialized drama series. And so he's like, 
uh, I saw it as X Files. Uh, Do you guys think it's X Files? Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely like, it's, it's like a crime, that, yeah. crime drama yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's, it's aliens, it's, but it's like it's super law and order SVU. Yeah. Like because yeah, yeah, because you can say that. the word oh, rape. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. and it's um, not supernatural. They think it is, no. but it's not. Right. Yeah. yeah right. They they think it's they they're like something weird is going on here. And then they describe uh, the killer from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when. You know, bringing up like, a, oh, I mean, there was a guy who peeled the skin off his victims because he wanted to be a woman. They're just describing Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, that's not what we're film. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And then, like, they move on from that. But, like, this is like when she first comes on the show, the writer is not done making the script. He's like, I'm not sure who the killer is going to be yet. I haven't. Oh, uh, he's like, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do yeah, with it. Somebody asked him, like, and he's lost. like, I can't tell you. Yeah. yeah. He's like, he I can't tell you. He's like, I have no idea. I literally yeah. couldn't tell you. Do you have any yeah. good ideas? Who do you so, think it is? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, Mima's agent pesters him to get a larger role because she only has one line yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and then, so he's like, fine, you want a larger role? Here's a larger role. Yeah, let's have you do something really intense. It's, yeah. it's a rape scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, which her agent gets really pissed off at and she doesn't oh, really want to... Fuck. For some, never mind. I'm sorry. Go oh, okay. Yeah. So she, she didn't really want to do it, but she did it because she really wants to get into acting. Like she really yeah, and she doesn't want to be seen as difficult because if you yeah. if you say no right off the bat, like, oh, this is your first acting job and you're already telling us no, it's like then, you know, you get the actor, you get the um, uh, re- reputation for being a diva. But right? also, I think from Mima's point of view, I think it's a good way to, you have to. Yes. Do you have to, it's like ripping, you got to rip off the bandaid and be like, I'm not the, the, the pop idol. I, yes. I would the drastic image change thing mm-hmm. that a lot of people yeah. do I would yes, when they make this transition. Uh, right. You shouldn't have to do a rape scene. No, no. Like, but that's not the point. The point no, is that I, I she's get... doing something that her fan base wouldn't Yeah, it's the same with the sexy it, photo it, shoot. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just that it goes so directly to this know. thing that can actually be, like, when she was doing it, it's kind of, like, traumatic for her. Yeah, and I love it could have been replaced. Speaking of the sexy photo shoot, I love that they go from... In the show that she's filming, someone saying, hey, you could be a model and like do, doing that kind of like scam. This guy who is going to be killed in the show by her eventually. And then in real life, she does a photo shoot to promote yeah. her being on a TV am, show. Yeah. And she does like the sexy photo shoot. So like it's like that guy all, gets killed. Yeah. And then that guy gets killed yeah. not by her, yeah, but she has sure. a dream about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just love. Uh, sorry to get back no, to the yeah, yeah, a little bit. I just love how much they layer that stuff in. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to see um, them say cut and have it be a, a, a different thing or to have something outrageous happen and then have her wake up. And then yeah. or even just like have they did this a couple of times where they'll have a scene play out like she's playing it as an actress. But she'll t- they'll talk about things that are happening to her. Uh-huh. Uh, I, they do it once at the end where they show that same scene from a different perspective yes. where they just sub back in the characters' names from the right, show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like all that stuff is so interesting because it's it's really hard to tell where one of the where reality starts. <laughs> one of the fun details I like about that is all the production people are like, "Hey, you're you're actually like a really good actress. Like you're doing great." And it's like, "Yeah, because she's playing a character having a mental I, yeah, breakdown." Yeah, I thought this yeah. was real life. That's <laughs> I thought this actually happened to me. Yeah, it, it gets in the way a couple times where she she forgets her lines or she yeah, sees her she accidentally her. calls her co-star mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that stuff's so good. And then the, the, the lady is like so annoyed with doing that one scene. And yeah, then, you know, yeah. She brings uh, it up later. It's she really might be good. my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, she's yeah. great. I wish I could remember Ari. her name. Ari? <laughs> yeah. She's like this, like, 
she's clearly their their big cast for yeah. the um, yeah the big hotshot the, the show or she's like the the regular the star mm-hmm. of the well, show. She, there's definitely some aspiration there because she's like a big successful actress and she's just starting out. Yeah, so like there's scenes where she, they're in the rain and she's like, ah, oh, I hate being in the rain. And then Mima's like, I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I keep fucking oh, up I'm the so scene. Sorry. <laughs> but she comes up as so genuine, like she's not complaining nah, she's just yeah. being like yeah. oh it sucks to be in the rain huh? yeah you definitely could have done the a part of uh, like a movie like this where yeah, yeah where like everyone is like uh, i mean and they, they later do the, exactly this in millennium actress of like the other people in the studio being like oh this fucking young upstart bitch i'll show her but yeah. like no everyone's like really everyone is really supportive one of the guys in the rape scene when they stop to move the cameras he's like look i'm really sorry i'm it's sorry like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like yeah is this, is this okay she's like yeah it's fine well another um another point i know we're, we're stepping all over your, your your whatever i've uh, seen this but, movie three times yeah but uh like when um i just saw stuff on twitter about how bad this is all hearsay but how bad harry styles is in uh the new movie that just came out, and I heard the opposite, which is also oh, funny. Shit. Uh, like, well, I'm not gonna watch this movie to find out. Who no. knows? Uh, I, I, I think just it's have don't to have worry, But it's just like if I was a a grip on that movie or yeah. like a boom guy, and you're like, "Fuck, this guy can't act. He only got cast in this because he's a famous singer and all these <laughs> girls like him." And then I gotta sit here and pretend yeah. that he's good. Like Lady Gaga gets cast in A Star Is Born. But she was really good in that. Again. Yeah, well, that, that's that's <laughs> more like what happens in this movie yeah. where someone comes she from music and they're, and they're good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying act, uh, musicians can't be actors. Anyway, right, but it's like it's... that transition can definitely put pressure on the person to be like, oh, now I have to be taken seriously Now you have to be. Way. You can't be mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like You have yeah, to you either have be to, good. You, you have, have to be justify good. not doing music anymore. Right. You have to be um, that good. Yeah. Apparently, Alan Rickman, who played Snape in the Harry Potter movies, um, um, it, they're posthumously pu- publishing his diaries, which I'm. Eh. Um, but apparently, he says stuff about the child actors that that's kind of like, and these fucking kids can't. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm a theater funny. actor. Yeah. Got this and you know what? They're not great right. in the first few movies. No, but now Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al. Yes. Anyway, Dan looking Rad- forward to that. He's great. I like him. Um, He's a great guy. No, but yeah, I, I really like this movie. It's uh, a favorite anime movie of mine. Maybe not top ten for me, but it's pretty close. I don't know if I'd say this is my favorite Satoshi Khan, but it's still really close. This is so different than a lot of the others. He he's does kind of darker stuff, but this one is just so much more... Uh, there is a happy ending to it, but it's still... They really let you sit in how uh, dark this is. Yeah. Also, um, uh, you've also seen Paranoia Agent, right? Sure. So... Uh, I was remarking to Emily when we were watching this. I'm like, you know, this isn't the only time he does something about the entire production crew of a show being killed. Like, <laughs> like, like uh, and I'm, I'm thinking about that's it. That's not like, good. Like, there's, an episode, there's an episode of Paranoia crew. Agent that's like really, really fucking horrifying about these people making an anime and like the yeah, the entire like basically down the call sheet gets killed in that order. Yeah. But because it's like happening in order, the production can keep going because like okay, well all the voice work's done. Yeah, all the voice work's done, so the voice actor being dead doesn't really matter to our production. We gotta keep going. It's like well, all the line art's done, so the line artist being killed it doesn't doesn't affect us that much, and it makes me think like, hmm, did he have resentment for the amount of work he was doing on something where he, he feels like even if I die, the work will continue, and who can and it, it, like that they, is so interesting. They won't notice. It's interesting that you say that too because the. Um, uh, about halfway through the production of this 
TV show. The the guy who wrote the script dies. But yeah. They still finish the show. Because the script yeah. is done. Yeah. So. No, it's the same kind of thing. That he gets Every, Everyone on set is like, at least he finished. <laughs> Everyone's doing the same, like, oh, I hate Sorry. Yeah, so I, mean, I really like that's another way of looking at this. There's, I think there's so much in this movie about identity, like per, about personal philosophy, right? About identity and how you perceive yourself and how you're, how you're, what side you're showing to others in a public facing and how you consume entertainment and like all things like that. But then like in terms of like a societal crit- critique, he's like, oh, I was, uh, there's an interview where he says, I wasn't trying to critique Japan. I was just writing down what I was seeing. And yeah, I'm like, that's, yeah. that's even worse. That's, yeah. that's real. <laughs> I learned it from you. Then like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have known this if you weren't. It definitely is one of the more biting critiques of, uh, their fandom culture and uh, especially idol stuff. It is yeah. uh, pretty much the old, because idol anime is its own huge thing. Uh, it's, it's a merchandise machine. Love Live, Idol Master. But none of those, of course, would bite the hand that feeds them. No. Uh, n- nothing would even come close to critiquing the fans of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but since this wasn't made to be a marketable thing. Yeah. Or, and you know, this wasn't made to sell figures. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the closest um, you get is those gimmick ones, like the the statue one. Yeah, Psycho Boys. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> now I um, uh, I also do think that there is like kind of a like a work culture critique in here where like every time something horrible happens, they're like, well, you gotta come in the next day. <laughs> you, sure. know? Yeah. you know, like the fact yeah. that this continues filming at all when <laughs> yeah, what two three people? Which are which scream movie is about uh, of the production uh, crew like getting two killed? through five, <laughs> 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 two through four, I think. There's a movie in That's each one. Great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, the it, show it, must go on. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we're making this thing, and it's like, okay, but some somebody died. It's like, should we stop? Well, no. Most, Even when it fine. becomes apparent that it is people who are directly associated with her, uh-huh. they still are like, it's not your fault. We yeah. still need you to be in the scene. Yeah. Well, a good one thing that really struck me this on this watch was that the like the crew is talking about. Oh, I wonder who's next because they're like, yeah. obviously, it's going to be someone who works on this show. But they're not going to kill camera B. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys right. are fucked. Like, yeah. I'll be good. I'm gonna. Yeah. I gotta get my. Right, I gotta get paid. Don't cancel the show. Uh, you know, like it's the the writer, and then the photographer who's not a guy who works on the show. Yeah, but, but he's oh, yeah. related to. He had just taken pictures right, of right. the actress in the show. Right. Yeah. And it's her other agent yes yeah. but that doesn't happen until like the very yeah, end that's pretty much the end but yeah the one who still. got his his like hand oh well, yeah, yeah that happens look. yeah yeah but yeah he, he was fine after oh that. yeah that's yeah. early that's the first thing yeah. right yeah. yeah 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 so it's him then the the screenwriter then the photo shoot then yeah. the, then the agent mm-hmm. so yeah like four fourth times the charm maybe yeah, maybe you look into this <laughs> There's but, not a lot of cop stuff in this movie. Which no, I like. No, I, it, you don't need it. There's really no, no police presence. It's yeah. interesting. I, I, I like that take for it. Yeah, and also there's that one uh, when Mima is talking to Rumi, her Mima. main manager, um, and someone who worked very closely with her when she was uh, in Cham. Mm, perhaps um, closely. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, so she's like, should we call the police after the first letter bomb comes in? Yeah. And, the, and of course it says the next one will be real, which yeah. I love like as, as a threat. And yeah. then um, uh, she's like, well, if we call the police, they're going to, you know, slow down production. We, yeah. We, don't, we can't uh, make this like, TV show. Yeah, she's like, we are the newcomers here. We can't cause them a problem. If we come you onto the set prove and immediately that hiring cause a problem. you was an issue. Yeah. Yeah. This you is can't... so extremely Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't want to impose on them by calling the police about this I don't this want bomb. to be a problem. 
But no, yeah, I, I really like this movie. Um, it's interesting. I was for this watch, I was trying to look at it from more of the horror angle, and I think there is some interesting stuff there. I really good horror imagery. I think in in the like the bloody kind of slasher kind of way almost. Yeah, they don't they don't shy away from show, showing some fun gratuitous stuff. Uh, it's not like it's it gets slashery, but it's not like you you do get to see some kills, but. I I'm, I more think of like the striking scenes of the, all the characters like stabbed a ton of times dead. Like all that stuff really yeah. works. Seeing the corpses is yeah. like kind of better than a, a kill scene, right? Because there's yeah. there are two characters that you don't get to see killed at all. Like you don't get to see some of them. Approach. You get to see them slunched over, yeah. stabbed a million times. Yeah, and the also the main weapon really being an ice pick is yeah. like really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wish I had more of a thematic reasoning but uh it is well a good if they go weapon. for the eyes cam but they, why is it an ice pick like, what, the way? I, I don't know why all right yeah the weapon i guess doesn't but the the targets definitely do it's all about oh, yeah, being looked sure. at yeah. it's like yeah it's like well, i don't like the way you are looking at me or the way you're looking at her there's you know? an all that reappears um from the show to to real life uh-huh. um i think just because it's continuing yeah. to blur the lines uh-huh um, so that that's one thing that did have like an actual reason behind it. Yeah, but, um, yeah. No, do you I, have a favorite like kind of piece of imagery? Like uh, one, the the G Kids uh, Steelbook that I have has Mima from her dream with the 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 ice pick raised and oh, blood all good. over Whoa. her. I think like that's one of the one of the covers that they use for posters and stuff is her in the idol outfit with blood all over her face yes. towards the end. Yes, yeah. I um, really love that image. I hmm, that's, that's tough for me. me. Oh, I think there's a lot of good striking imagery. I think the one that stood out to me the most was the the boombox in the elevator. I really yeah, that. that's because good. it is immediately like this guy has some. The, the scene is really good because he parks in his reserved spot. There is like a a piece of paper with I don't remember what the writing says on it, uh, like traitor or something insane, something stalkery. But there's a ton of blood all over the front of his parking space. And then he calls the elevator, and there's just a boombox playing one of Cham's songs. Oh, yes, the one from the opening. Um, the the sign that has the blood on it is um, Double Bind, which is the yeah. name of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, so then there's a boombox playing one of their singles, uh, and then you see him, see that, and then they just cut to him dead later. Yeah. It's really good in the elevator. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's probably I, my favorite yeah. scene. Just on the rewatch all right well next i'll go to you cam um what did you think of perfect blue on a rewatch uh i loved it so i i had seen this two times before but had completely not retained anything but visual information really mm-hmm. i remembered like the premise of the movie and what it looked like in some scenes i liked but i did not remember the twist yeah, do we call it a twist in it or reveal it on the I'd reveal the that's that's probably good to talk about yeah maybe now now's the time instead of waiting yeah. until the end and then bring Cause, it because that way we can because well, i i was really amused by how yeah. you didn't remember what happened yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i mean at this time in my life everything was in one ear out the other like yeah. i remembered no movies i watched even though i watched a ton of movies i'm glad then. i just i'm glad i didn't like mention it i know <laughs> I, I i didn't even remember i didn't even remember enough to tell you hey i don't remember the end of this so don't 
mention it. <laughs> I just happened to not bring it up. Yeah, really. you, you picked up on clues that I didn't know what was happening because yeah. I like asked something and you're like, oh, well, uh, what happens at the end might explain that. And I was like, wait, I don't know the end of this movie. <laughs> so I think specifically when we were looking at the, because there's kind of a misdirect with who is putting up the website. Right. Because you think it's the stalker guy, Mimania. Yeah. Who's not given that's, a real name. Username. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so it's, uh, it's Ushida is his real name. You can only look at that basically because they, in the soundtrack credits, they're like Ushida's theme. Oh, that's, <laughs> so oh, wow. he's got his own light motif. Well, yeah. They build this guy up as kind of a misdirect for who is really putting up this website. I mean, obviously he is still an obsessive stalker, but right. and he is, he is not, in on it. Yes. But he is not behind he, it. He didn't start it. Yes. He was recruited. Yes. Right. And, oh. and his own mental illness was used against him. Mm-hmm. But huh. yeah, when, when we were watching it, Cam was like, uh, at that misdirect, he's like, oh, so they just show that he does the website. I'm like, well, it might be part of the misdirect. <laughs> Maybe just keep watching the movie. <laughs> this is also one of those things where if you could read Japanese, you might understand more. Um, like immediately because he does type an email to the person. Yeah, uh, they show that. I don't yeah. know if they show that in that scene. There's one scene do. where they show him typing. Yeah, and yeah they the show the email. Yeah, I think that's later. Yeah. But yeah, not, not a big deal. Got anyway, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I lo- I really like this movie. I think that it was definitely on my list to rewatch this October for sure. Um, this but the- not like an anime. Uh, yeah, this is one of the good ones. I think it, it critiques the, the stuff ones. I don't like about anime. Yeah. There's that like, shot when they're in the fucking bookstore with the anime advertisement, and there's just this giant... Yeah, we talked about it for like, like five minutes. Face. I was like, yeah. this sucks. And Alex yeah. was like, yeah, that's what it was back then. Yeah, like, yeah that's why I yeah, don't I, like I, this I associate shit. that more with the 2000s, though. It's interesting to see oh, yeah, that that's what in the yeah, 90s, yeah. that that was mm-hmm. like the thing that they made fun of yeah yeah. i just this this skirts a lot of what i don't like obviously because it just feels like and nick might hate me saying this but you could make a live action remake of this and not have to change a lot tried yeah Uh, yeah there was a lot of a lot of hate on black swan Uh yeah oh that's right i gotta watch black swan Swan and requiem for a dream both take from this film oh wow yeah Um, two two of aronofsky's films famous um, for liking this the bathtub scene in particular, everyone would bring up during Black Black Swan. Uh, mm. Oh, sorry, yeah. Mixing up. yeah. <laughs> They're the all the same scene in part of the Triforce, but yeah, um, real. <laughs> I, <laughs> only one of those movies actually happened. Yeah, well, but, uh, I, I think that doing this movie in animation allows you to do so much totally. with the the change of setting and like the the, the, the like light fantastical elements, like uh, especially um, her. Hallucin- the, the yeah. other the other Mima, Mima like skipping oh, across yeah. the street lights and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so that's like what that. I want to mention is that is my favorite part of the movie is how the Mima's image moves around the mm-hmm. streets and stuff or what uh Mima is seeing of her doppelganger or yeah. whatever is when she, she starts to hallucinate fl- like-, like so gracefully and quickly flies and like ballerina skips mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. like the road especially in the final scene yes and that the i was like what does this relate to me of like this is just a core thing that i like Uh and will whatever media it's in i'll like that and i i uh, ended up landing on uh um what is that fucking uh game uh shit no the destiny we played it for the podcast actually the destiny the not it's destiny warhammer. warhammer it's like warhammer the fluidity of movement in no, war, oh, no. war, 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 war frame yeah i'm like what warhammer that's we played an rts game 
Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't like the, the game enough. Stuff. The, the movement of the yeah. game of just like skipping and only jump. It's like yeah. she's Super Mario sixty four long at, jumping at or whatever. At a J-pop idol, you <laughs> yeah. would imagine that they move like this. It's yes. very graceful. Yeah, very just like these the huge version of her powerful yeah. like idol. skips yeah. across very like graceful. the landscape. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, I. As I've mentioned many times, I didn't remember the the mystery. Like mm-hmm. I don't know who did it, and I still. Um, so uh, I think I'm ready to talk yeah, about so, it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So uh, go watch Perfect Blue. It's on Shutter. Uh, it's on HBO Max too. Uh, I think. No, I was wrong right? about that. It's oh, on, it's on Amazon Prime. Also, you can rent it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Blu-ray is pretty it's, cheap too. It's, it's, it, the Blu- Blu-ray yeah. is pretty cheap. G Kids brought it over in like a nice available thing, which is so funny to me that you could like go to Walmart conceivably yeah. and just pick up this movie. You should be able to. Up, yeah. yeah, you can buy fucking yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this is. Kind of I want to give it my ringing endorsement of like, if you don't like anime, you'll still like this. Like, yes. it's really, really. It throws away. Good. It, it does not do any moe anime blob <laughs> shit style or like. like bad comedy mm-hmm. or you don't need to like anime it doesn't to like have this any movie. canned animation yeah. any canned and the emotions. animation uh uh elevates it instead yes, of holding absolutely. it absolutely it's good um so at the end of this movie uh, uh Mimo, spoiler 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 we just hey, did yeah. that no you <laughs> didn't did say that, that specifically yes, I did. we didn't say spoilers but we said it at the top also yeah. um so at the end of this movie Mima wakes up and she's like what happened? And then she looks around and she realizes that the Cham poster that she took down at the beginning of the movie is up, mm-hmm. and her fish are alive when they were dead in her own room. Mm-hmm. And uh, her, and she's her like, room oh. is no longer a, a trash pit anymore. Yeah, it's not trash she's been getting anymore. more and more stressed and just yes. leaving more and more trash. Uh, and that's when uh, uh, Mima walks out of the closet, except Mima. it's not Mima. It's Rumi in a Mima idol Whoa. outfit. Yeah, uh, yes, well, her... she, she checks the window first and realizes that view of the oh, train yeah. is yeah. not her room. And she's like, Which, this uh, isn't I love my that. Room. That's such a good, like, if you you know the, your view out of your bedroom window right. more than you think you know. Like, mm-hmm. if, if yeah. something was off, you'd immediately know. But the rest of the room is almost exactly the same. Yeah. Yep. And er- smart. earlier, oh, so when smart. Rumi was taking her home, she says, I'm going to take you to Mima's room. Yeah. Right. She doesn't uh-huh. say I'm taking you home. Yeah. She says I'm taking you to Mima's room. Very so R- Rumi? Rumi. Rumi yes. is her, her one of her co-agents. Yes. She has like two people basically deciding her career. She used to be an idol herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I didn't yes. know that. That comes up right in the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. And they get bring it up again towards the middle. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you um, know the so, story. Yeah, no, yeah, but that's... Uh, she. Uh, Rumi has been uh, killing these people because Rumi has been projecting herself onto... Mima. So when Mima is doing these things that like showcase like a a more sexual side of her, like Mima a, a, a more impure side of her, uh, it's like breaking Rumi because Rumi like helped bring up Mima in the business and like is very protective of her, but also in the way that parents do with children, projecting herself onto Mima and saying, you know, your strengths and failure, your victories and your losses are mine as well she's, she's trying to relive her pop idol stardom vicariously uh-huh. i thought it was such an like once you find out the twist it feels so obvious it's because yes. the whole time rumi is like oh i don't know if this is what we should be yeah. doing and she rumi is the one it, who cries during the, the rape scene yeah. yeah yeah mima is more or less yeah kind of Okay she holds with it the together. She holds it making. together until yeah. she gets home, at least. You yeah. know? <laughs> she still does. It was like, I really didn't want to have to do this. Yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. she doesn't break yeah. until she finds that her fish are dead. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. 
I, I think Rumi probably. Yeah, yeah that was. I'm pretty sure that's like one of those things yeah. where it's like, oh, you Rumi's think so? in here. Yeah, yeah. Rumi even yeah. put yeah. Um, after she killed the guy. She, she did leave early uh, after, after after breaking out into tears. She does just leave. Oh, uh, I didn't notice yeah. that. She also um, she left a bag of bloody clothes in Mima's closet. Oh, that's yeah. a, that. Okay, that was a big one where I was like, well, wait a minute. So if if we're wondering how all this happened, mm-hmm. we're finding out and backtracking. How did the bag of bloody clothes get into her? So place but here's a big mima thing right? on the block mima doesn't have her own car mima. her manager has been taking her everywhere uh-huh and oh, whether so she it's knows. one or the other in a little shoebox yeah. apartment yeah at the very <laughs> a, a nice apartment. as a nice themes thing at the very end of the movie mima's driving her own car mima. Yeah. so so uh so rumi is the one driving that. mima around the mima. whole time so every time mima's like fucking mima. passing out and doesn't remember who she is or what day it is or like hey i just saw you yesterday and all that shit yeah like is lots of time for Rumi to set up, like, basically make a murder scene in her room. Wow. And, you know, like, she also knows her exact schedule. She knows when she's yeah. going to be out of the house every day. Yeah. She knows when she's not going to be there. And, hey, if she ha- she's not going to take the fucking train, but if somebody's going, she has to call someone for a ride, then she's not going to be able to surprise you with by coming home early. She does take the train. They, yeah. Well, yeah. But Rumi yeah. is on the train. Well, yes. they, they do a lot of stuff where, oh. especially early on in the movie, when you think it is going to be more of a weird stalker movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they get into some of the trippy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a weird they, stalker. Well, they, they do a lot of things with, how could this person possibly know this much about me? And it's and like, it's because they're your manager. Yeah, they been following you around. When the reveal comes, it makes so much sense because it's, oh, the person whose job it is to know everything about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but totally for the whole sense. movie, we've seen this guy, Me Mania, or um, Ushida, yeah. uh, just showing up everywhere like on the set on the train especially later on some of it is in her head some of it he's not really there yeah so real quickly he's weird looking so you definitely like look at him and you're like that guy's yeah explain the plot to me but like so he doesn't do any of the killings or does he do some of them he kills the uh photographer i think they make I it, believe he does. They, yes. They, they show that scene and they show the, the pizza guy as like a weird nondescript guy. Yeah, he but does that one, right? I think so. Okay, all right. And um, he is he is emailing Rumi, who is doing the website. and yeah. saying, there's an imposter who took over, took right. my place. I would never and do this. He was going to kill her. Oh, and at the end, so he, yeah, he that's him, right? He tried to kill the actual yeah. Mima. Okay, uh-huh. that's what I was really confused about. Yeah. Like, Wait but a then that Mima was him, accidentally right? kills him. I yeah. don't think she does kill him. I think or that she, she just incapacitates him. Because yeah. then, he at, was the end of the movie, at the end, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he's, he's got his eyes stabbed yeah, out, too. He's got yeah. his eyes stabbed out, just uh, like the other manager who's right next to him piled yeah. together in the body. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but uh, I've been going on too long. So like, the, well, tell I, us what you thought Yeah, yeah. So I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Um, I definitely um, think that the sequence I like the most mm-hmm. is, or like, I don't know, best kill or whatever, is, is the pizza guy... Mm-hmm ice pick kill mm, yeah. it's so slashery like if you think that this movie doesn't fit into a horror slot if you watch that scene cut out from anything else mm-hmm. that is such a slasher scene of like the clumsiness and the brutality and like you're constantly like oh he should do this he should do this and it's like well he just got stabbed in the eye no he's yeah. not gonna make any he rational reaches decisions. for the phone and the ice pick just comes right yes it goes right through his hand it's, it's like phone. oh fuck it's, so it's, it's so slashery i, I love at the it's beginning good. of that scene when the pizza guy's there he's like he like drops the pizza and the guy's like still not knowing what's up he's, he's like, like you're weird he's like you're a weird guy huh how much is the pizza anyway he leans over to pick it up and then gets stabbed the first time oh yeah it's brutal and really like it sucks to watch these guys who, 
I mean, maybe there's more to uh, investigate here. But yeah, the Brock worst, did the worst thing we know about them is that they're kind of a creep. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This like guy maybe, is like known as a pervert it's photographer. Like, oh, they're kind of but, maybe like, taking yeah. advantage of this girl who wants to make it as they an really actress. Are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they probably shouldn't be killed with an ice pick. Yeah, I mean, in, in the long term, uh, I guess. All right, no wait, 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 can we get a second opinion? I think they should be. I think you should be killed with an ice pick. <laughs> all right, I like if that. If it's not like in that. your contract that I'm going to do nude photos, di- then you dis- do not do nude photos. Different voices on this episode, you know, dissenting voices. Yep, I think that it's that important that we get, uh, you know, that we get other viewpoints here. Yeah. We'll, uh, together, we'll try and figure out what's real. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I love Cham. I think they're a great uh-huh. the group. I wish they never split up. I like that they start a podcast with two <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the um, the two. Now that George is an idol, it really hits home. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny that she was basically holding them back. Like she leaves, and yeah. then oh, they that hurts. Oh, but she's so sucks. nice about it. Yeah. It's so lovely. It's like, oh, no, she doesn't have any hard feelings about it she only like runs away in terror because she's hallucinating a version of herself yeah she's like that could have been me doing that too yeah but she's not mad at them which i think is lovely and uh yeah i like this lot it's it's great i think it fits into a a october watch Mm -hmm. for sure especially Mm -hmm. if you want to vary things up and i think if you are if you are an anime fan i think it's so hard to find this kind of horror yeah um it tends to most anime that tries try to do horror just go for gore Mm-hmm. in a way that feels very edgy and immature i think yeah. <laughs> this movie is not that they don't bother trying to construct a horror narrative yeah you know there's, i can think of a lot of horror little... manga that does good that do good yeah, things that's different but like yeah. there's very little anime horror anime that i would consider unsettling or scary yes uh this does both uh to a degree um i saw one episode of parasite and i thought oh, it was really yeah, stupid sure. that's a shonen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Maybe uh, I just don't anyway, show Seb, what did you think of Perfect Blue on this rewatch? Um, so Perfect Blue, I thought was very good. Um, I think Satoshi Kon's films are all very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tokyo Godfather's is my favorite, though. That's yeah. the one I've seen the most. Um, this one might be my second favorite. I really like Papuka, and mm-hmm. as I said earlier, Millennium Actress was my least favorite, mm-hmm. but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Paranoia Agent though. Um, I, I got the Blu-rays I need to watch if you ever it. want yeah. to. Yeah, I'll. You'll make me watch them, or Bing will like chain me to. No, Bing will chain me to a chair and uh, make me watch them. I like that show because it is ostensibly about. Uh, people who get hit with a bat and then their lives get better. Yes. <laughs> it's like we just watched Mr. Burns get hit with a, a cane in the knee last night. It's like, oh, that fixed my knee problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's great. He's ready to bowl. But um, so the first time I watched this movie was in the theater with Nick. Um, and we got there a little bit late and I hadn't seen it before. So I did miss like the first maybe like 10 or 15 minutes where she decides to leave the group which Mm -hmm. wasn't like incredibly important it was just like oh she left her group but that's it right from that opening when uh when uchida is like closing one eye and looking at her so holding her in his hand yeah he's like like, got his hand he's got his hand out and he's watching uh he's watching mima perform like he does the part-time job so he can be closer to her yeah which is crazy (laughs) he's like the security guard and then gets beat up yeah um so uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I talked about a lot of my thoughts already. Um, but so I guess I kind of want to talk more about the ending um, and All how right. when we find out that it's, it is Rumi and she's um, been dressing up as, um, as Mima. I love the, like, you don't immediately, like, the, the hallucination doesn't just immediately turn into Rumi all the time. Right. Rumi stays as the hallucination Unless right. her wig comes off 
or something else happens. Oh, you yeah. see her yeah. in the reflection. That whole so ending the, is the hallucination so good. is, you know, very graceful. She's not even running. She's kind of floating Skipping. after Mima. But in the mirror, you see um, Rumi, and she's just, like, panting and sweating and, like, chugging. Yeah. And looks totally deranged with, like, holding the the ice pick in her hand. Yeah. Like, um, it was yeah, an all. It's, it's really, oh, sorry. really Yeah, clever. that's what I was talking about earlier, is, is yes. in the show, she uses the all to kill the, the, um, the one guy. Uh-huh. What? Um, it's an all. An AWL. What is that? It, oh, yeah, okay. it's like a little thing. You, you hit it to make holes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, like, I, I really love that, how, how it's never clear. Is she, like, actually look like her, or is she not? Well, um, yeah, it's like, how is um, how is Mima seeing her, I think, is the important thing, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like, what I'm, How would anyone yeah. else see this? Yeah, yeah because there, there is also a point where Ushida thinks he sees um, Mima up on stage with the, the other two Cham yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if somebody was sound of mind and it was Rumi they would see Rumi yeah. dressed up as Mima, yeah, and that wouldn't not, fly. It's, it's definitely not. Rumi, uh, Rumi is not Mima anytime except for the end of the film, mm-hmm. in terms of the visual one that we see. Yeah, so you're, but, you're left to be kind of confused over whether anything was actually there, or Mima was really just having kind of a mental yeah. break. She was being gaslit. Into yeah, she's being she, gaslit into, into psychosis. Yeah, yeah she, she's been gaslit by Rumi into thinking that she has multiple uh, personalities, that mm-hmm. she has disassociative identity Right, disorder. am I the one updating this website when I don't know? Yeah. Am I the one who is... Uh, am I know, killing people? Like, especially when people? she finds the bloody clothes in the, in the closet and she's yeah. like, did I fucking yeah, kill somebody? Yeah, I think somebody? for the audience, that's and, the most like, oh, wait, yeah. what is happening? Is, is she doing yeah. this? Um, and at the man, the scene. Okay, the dr- the scene in the dream sequence where she's stabbing the dude, uh, the the photographer, and the fucking hat flies off when she like, and it reveals her hair, and you see Mima is the one in this dream stabbing the guy. Like, let's go. Like it's the, uh, obviously Uchida is the one doing the actual killing, the pizza boy killing, the one you like, Cam. But like, yeah, uh, when she is on top of him in this dream, stabbing him, and the and when she pulls back. The, all the blood flies up and it covers her and yeah. the hat flies off and it's yeah. just such an incredibly uh. visually stunning scene. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then at the end, um, Mima goes and visits Rumi in, in the um, psych ward. And you see her. She is um, Rumi the entire time, but she still thinks she's Mima. Um, though when she looks in a mirror, she, she sees Mima. She sees her as, yeah. Yeah, as as the version of her. Yeah. But me, then, yeah. Um, do you want to explain the the very end bit? Nick? So the, there is a bit at the very oh. end in Japanese specifically, where um, when Mima gets back in her car, she looks in the mirror and says, "Like, it's just me now," yeah. or something along those lines. Or I'm real. Or yeah. Or it I'm, was the, I'm the real one. Or, yeah. right. I'm the real one. I'm yeah. the real one. I was because and, someone on the street <laughs> says, "Oh." Is that Mima? Yeah, and then no. They're like, no, yeah, there must no, be a lookalike. No, it must be a lookalike. Yeah. And uh, so Mima she wouldn't in her be at this hospital. And she says, I'm the real one. Now, in Japanese, originally, they use Rumi's voice for that scene. That's weird. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why, do they, why do you think they do that? They, I think Just they do that. Just <laughs> yeah, for a fun, they, like... But uh, in an interview, Satoshi Khan says, no, that is really Mima saying it. It's not Mima. that she's become more like Rumi or anything like that. It is just that... It's, I think it is just to show that 
Rumi is saying the same thing that she is at this time. She's looking in the mirror and saying, I am the real one. Oh. That's, an, that's another way to like look at that at the very end. You, know, you, get, you get to see both of them in this situation at the very end of the movie, both looking into a mirror and saying, I'm the real one. But Thank goodness Mi- I won. Yeah. Yeah. Mima, if you believe it, then yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. Mima's on the outside. Mima. Mima is, yeah, she's Mima. driving. She is driving her own car. She's not being yeah. driven around by her manager anymore. And the doctor's like, how come you can come down here? You're so successful and wonderful and beautiful. How could you possibly have time to come to the psych ward? Oh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a happy ending. I mean, yeah, I don't think that ruins anything, but I did kind of like the ambiguity there with that well, trick. Well, let me hit you with another one that I didn't know. Oh, I only no. found this out about reading it. In the opening of the movie, during the cha- first Cham song, Rumi's voice is there instead of Mima. So she's been doing it from the very beginning. And you would have no reason to know this because when you first hear that at the beginning, you haven't heard Mima's voice yet. So you don't know. What is she? She's been doing what since the very beginning? She's projecting herself onto uh, Mima. But in this as an audience. uh, That's the weirdest. Yeah, I think it's just something that you can only notice afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Well, but also that song is about how later. yes she's like oh I, like she she does a little bit of a, yeah well, at, the, at the very end of the like, movie oh, when she's oh, like oh yeah it yeah, sounds she just does like the her song. Yeah. She, she's like nearly perfect yeah nearly perfect right and so it's like from the entire movie from the very beginning from the opening shots of the movie Rumi has been projecting herself over Mima, Mima. and thinking like I am I am go- like you know. That's me. That's me up on stage. Yeah, and I know all the words to the songs. I know. I watch a movie too. I'm like, that's. Me. I know that's all me. the dance steps. <laughs> that's me I know during all uh, the, the King of Comedy. <laughs> I, I would never show my whole pussy in a magazine. Oh, I would never ever do it. See, that's where we're different. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really love that. I really love the whole movie. Kind of, just kind of, fucks with your brain mm-hmm. the entire time. <laughs> um, and I like that. I kept thinking on this rewatch, I was kind of thinking about um, Sleepaway Camp and mm-hmm. how they try to misdirect you about the killer mm-hmm. and how this one does it. Wait, like, this was my second time watching it, so I knew who it was, but it really does a good job well, about it. You have no out. idea. <laughs> yeah, but Sleepaway like, Camp, I guess, I, like, well, I Well, yeah, talk, talk about, about like a professional and then an amateur. Yeah, yeah this, <laughs> is, this is my third watch of, third or fourth watch of this movie. And um, I still had uh, something surprise me this the scene that i was just talking about where i'm like oh yeah the pizza the pizza boy killing scene yeah that's the stalker who's doing the killing that's uh me mania that's uchida and then the hat flies off and it's me and i'm like wait i don't remember this wait, what she, the hell and then yeah. she wakes up, <laughs> that's not real and then she wakes up from the dream and i'm like oh oh shit I, I forgot to mention because of of the um kind of her silhouette right yeah i thought it was i thought, I thought that's what they saying they tell you that he dies but that scene that we see is her is Mima's dream. dream. Yeah. So we. I was always like. We don't. We don't actually see how that plays out in reality. Reality. Oh, real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do want to mention real quick my my second favorite uh, thing a trope of the movie or like recurring image is the how many times they force you through that it becomes almost comedic that she wakes up from a scene uh-huh. and you see you get the and same the guy does take shot two of her and she wakes her up bed. the exact same way and yeah. it's like oh it's my like god. oh my god i think they do it four times yeah. which is such yeah, yeah. a good yeah. like yeah there's no uh, like trash disobeying the, the rule of threes like oh we're doing it four times that's how many <laughs> times we're fucking doing it it's like so that you really don't know when it's a dream or when it's reality yeah it's just so good or when it's there's like three categories you put in is a dream reality or 
TV show production. Yeah. yeah. That is yeah. reality, but it's, you know, a reality replicating, you know, dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I finish my thought about Sleepaway Camp? Um, that, they the weren't subtle at all in that movie. Yeah, I figured that out immediately. Yeah. Whereas this one, you're, you're like, oh, it's obviously the creepy guy because he keeps looking at the website. Like, there's way more evidence in this one. Huh. I'm just showing, showing the scene oh, I was okay. talking about when uh, it's her dream and she is stabbing the photographer. Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was roomy because of the way her, her like silhouette it, well, is. Uh, yeah. but, you know, it's, I think it's, it's, it's between the, the fan guy and, and her. It's yeah. the, the difference. Usually. But whatever. Um, yeah, really good movie. Would watch again. Have watched again. <laughs> um, I, I'm not, the, the dub was really good. Um, oh, you watched the dub in the theaters, right? Yes, yes. we did. Uh, by accident. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, we didn't they know they were the playing dub, the dub. Um, by accident. And we were, we they went said for it was the sub. Um, right? yeah. yeah. And I went out and they were like, sorry, we can't change it. And I was like, all right, I guess <laughs> yeah, it's the same movie, they, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wendy, Wendy Lee plays, plays Rumi in that version, which oh. is, is, is great. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for having us watch this again. Yeah, yeah good October. It's been a while since we've done one of these. But at the end of a terror episode, we have a very specific ritual that we like to go through. Now, I must ask, how many pumpkins for Halloween theming does this movie receive? Uh, Probably three. One pumpkin seed. Three and a half for me. I think that this is this is a one pumpkin for me. There is very little to no fall theming, fall or Halloween theming in this. It rains. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's really strange. Actually. One pumpkin because Rumi is wearing a costume. Are there any scenes that take <laughs> place true. in like going back to school? Yes, yeah, there's some, some, some September. <laughs> so all right, next? all right. <laughs> I think this is a pretty low pumpkin. Low pumpkin though. count for certain. Yeah. For I tend to go maybe. for low pumpkin things. Maybe next year, if we're all still around, I should do a. Uh... <laughs> if we're all still around, <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna we might, die. We might die right. at the end of this He's Halloween. Right, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that maybe I should go for something with a high pumpkin count next time. Okay. Um, like the great pumpkin. What's the highest pumpkin count? Well, this, this can be another episode. We did Halloween three, yes. which is huge. Yes. Yeah, Halloween count. three is max pumpkin. It maxes huge. out the pumpkin. Also, pumpkin. a lot of shamrocks. I would hocus say. pocus. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, shamrock. We'll do that. Derek March. So, um, what's next? Next is Screams for Scariness. And I think that you definitely could be scared by this movie, although it does not structure itself exactly in that way. It does not really try to be scared. There's not like. Uh, I don't want to say jump scare, but even that kind of scare. Yeah, there's not really a scare in this movie. I'm gonna say a, a long, drawn-out existential cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were wondering if you're even real, if that counts as a scare. Like a, uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six just for that pizza boy kill. That All right. is so like. Oh, he should do this. He should do this, and then he gets stabbed through the hand. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck! Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, there are a lot of screams in the rape scene. He should have. He should have faxed someone. <laughs> yeah. He ran right, right by the fax machine. Uh, he yeah. could have done it. Takes yeah. too Hold long. on, just let me. He's like feeding paper. <laughs> feeding paper. <laughs> yeah, I got it wrong. The phone's Hold off on. the hook, and he's just getting stabbed to death. All this is happening. Yeah, yeah. sound for when a, you do the. This is a four streamer. Yeah, this and the eye gore that's happening, like in this movie. Yeah, gross. Oh man. Gross. And the idea that, like, somebody who has their own image of you could, like, you know, decide to send your workplace a bomb or whatever, like, is... Yeah, that's that's the really interesting thing about this movie, is that nothing that happens is her fault, or Mima's yeah. fault, like... It's all it just kind of crazy, crazy obsessive people. Yeah, yeah like, she, she doesn't even affect does really any 
Jane. I don't she just go wants that far, to be but... an actress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she does a good job at that. It's yeah. not like a movie Acting where she doesn't call the police her. or something, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, she should have called the police. Then this yeah. wouldn't well, happen. No, like, yeah, everyone around her and everyone that is a fan of her is undermining. Her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Mm. All right, now, uh, now we measure blood and liquid volume, and I think that there's now I, God, there is a scene a right at the end where uh, Rumi is getting stabbed, uh, and there is a geyser of blood, like a samurai movie Sekiro, Sekiro level of like geyser <laughs> of blood, level. and I love it. I think that, that it's so such a great stylistic choice in this movie that is otherwise very grounded in reality mm-hmm. to have a fountain of blood because it's so like visceral and shocking. Like and this in the same in the uh, in the Pizza Boy kill like when the when the all gets pulled out the first time it is like an, a fountain yeah it's really they're really good. excessive with the blood so I'm saying a fish tank full of blood I was gonna one. say oh. that but I'm gonna say a, a Tokyo shoebox apartment full uh, I'm gonna give it one elevator full of blood ah uh, yes gotcha. oh the Shining example I'm gonna say buckets of blood absolutely buckets for sure okay and now we gotta go with bats now this one this is easily. Easily, easily an 11 bat film for me. Yeah, that makes sense. I cannot like praise this movie enough. I, I, talking about it with you all, even though I just watched it last night, is making me want to watch it again. Mm. Like, I, I really do get so much out of this movie, and every time I watch it, I notice something different. The craft and the animation and the structure of the images, like, directing is something that people talk about a lot in live action films but it means something different when you're doing an animated film to direct it yeah i was thinking a ton about this i might, I might be uh, speaking out of turn here but like i just watched there will be blood the night before watching this movie mm-hmm. and i was like fuck i wish i was watching there will be blood again there's you can't do a better movie than that and then i was like well the comparison between animation and live action is like i love the argument of like well, you went there, and the sky was already beautiful. The landscape was already beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to do that. I have to draw the fucking sky. Yeah. I have to draw the... It's already coming out of the ground. If the yeah. wind blows and moves that guy's hair, I gotta fucking draw that. Yeah, like, I, have to draw. I don't even get to let the like you know the wind blow. I do have to draw the wind myself. Yeah. How are the I, I err so fire. much on the side of live action versus animation, but I love the argument of, like, I have to create yeah. the and world. And anyone is like, I am going to, yeah. you know, be God and create the world in which this movie and takes like place. the live action it. guy can say, well, I have to. I only have four hours to shoot. The light it rains today. I can't yeah. shoot. It, like it's cloudy. I can't yeah. shoot. No, you know, this guy got sick. I can't shoot. And so, but you know, there's obvious, you know, yeah. Uh, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Like you think about the way the the these shots are directed and composed, and like you know, the one I keep talking about is the the dream sequence kill. But there are so many other ones. Even right at the end, the first time you see. That perfect blue sky, that open clouds, wow. nothing in the way. You don't see that until all of this is over. Because she's her, yeah. I didn't think about that. Path it's forward not a nice is conflicted yeah. the and cloudy. And the yeah, uh, during the day. But I'm with you. I'm gonna say four bats for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go one CD playing bat sounds in a boombox in the middle of an hour. <laughs> no, you don't have to do not your investigate. <laughs> Drive home. I'm gonna do. Um, a repeating GeoCities background of bats. Uh, and scrolling, scrolling. scrolling. Yeah. Well, I better yeah. be able to click on some of those links. Uh, yeah, thank you yeah. so much for enjoying our Please Don't Listen to This, Your Soul Depends on It. Hello, Scream Monster, Terror Sode of Fright. Alex, we have one Wh- next which, week. Which right? year is this? Is it No Survivors? Oh, No Survivors. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
How could you forget such a catchy title? How could uh, you five get? So How could you five get such a five five <laughs> This topic came to me Goes for next week. week. <laughs> came to me because we've done Halloween for five years now. And we've mostly, not, not as a complaint, but we've mostly done media. We have not really done any scares. Anything that you'd go and do during Halloween, we haven't really tackled. Yeah. So I would like for all of us to take a ghost tour. We are looking at one uh, in a neighboring town that I'm sure we'll talk about when we manage to do it. Uh, God willing. Devil willing. Yep. We're, we're going, going to, to get haunted, haunted, see some old houses, <laughs> and walk around at night. We may yes. even bring one of those ghosts home with yes. us. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have them on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we will see you next time, listeners. And we're going to try and get some terrorisodes in as well. Oh, like, shit, yeah, it's terrorisode time, yeah. baby. Yeah, I, we don't have the topics exactly ironed out yet because we're still recording this in September. I'm sure we'll, but, play, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll play TF2 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have anything to fucking well, say. Well, wait, about it. I wanted to play Overwatch on October 24th. Can we oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, what? I, 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 <laughs> some bad news for no you. No Overwatch day. All what? Right, we, uh, we'll see you next time with another horrifying terror sode. So thank you for listening. Ooh. Bad sounds. Bad sounds. Don't again, use a listener. computer.